Well, good evening, folks. This is the Music Man 08. It is June 24th, 2020. And this podcast will be part one of two, as we will be talking about Michael Jackson once again. And unfortunately, this one will not be a happy podcast. Um, This is going to be recorded in two parts, one part tonight, the other part tomorrow. Um, This will be uh, simply titled, um, This Is It. This is going to be that uh, title of the podcast. This Is It Part 1 is tonight. And then This Is It Part 2 will be done tomorrow evening. So I hope that you will uh, listen to the podcast. And we will be talking about Conrad Murray and what went on with Michael. June 24th is and will be one of the saddest days that starts off or started off a horrible chain of events with the King of Pop, Michael Jackson, Michael Joseph Jackson. At this time, he was only 50 years old. He was planning to do a comeback of shows. The original shows were supposed to be 10 in the O2 Arena. The O2 Arena, I'm sorry, in London. Uh, 40 more shows were added. And the title of this concert was going to be called This Is It. And... At this time, Conrad Murray was Michael Jackson's doctor. And this was going to be it. He wanted to spend time with his family, definitely his children. Um, He wanted to give one more final farewell to all of his fans around the world that had purchased tickets. This concert would have him performing all of the hits that everyone knew. Thriller, Bad, Want to Be Starting Something. Uh, I believe just, just any, you know, there was a, there was a set hit, hit, there was a hit set list uh, let's see, I've named off a few songs. Beat It. Um, I'm sure that uh, Black or White would have been done. Um, you know, just whatever whatever he felt was uh, adequate for this concert. And uh, if you have not seen the This Is It rehearsals, I would recommend you check those out. He was going to do Human Nature. Um, He was going to do They Don't Care About Us. He was going to do Earth Song. He was going to do, of course, Heal the World, Billie Jean. I have even heard some unreleased rehearsal recordings. Um, If the shows had continued, 
He would have done Stranger in Moscow. He would have done uh, The Way You Make Me Feel. Thriller was going to be combined with a little bit of Threatened from the Invincible album. I don't know if he would have done Ghosts or Is It Scary. I don't know. But I will tell you this. I, as a Michael Jackson fan, am very sick. Um, Conrad Murray, as we all know, was the doctor for Michael Jackson. And in case a lot of you do not know, Michael Jackson sadly died of a propofol injection of an overdose. Propofol is meant to be used in hospital settings, not at home. There is an interview on YouTube with Siggy Jackson Jr. And he speaks about Michael Jackson being murdered. He believes that Michael Jackson was murdered. And I, as much as I haven't really said anything to myself about it, the more and more I look at this incident, the more and more I agree with him. Uh, Siggy had said, you know, why would you go to the Neverland Ranch in a car that my uncle bought you and then you leave the Neverland Ranch in a taxi. I've seen the depositions with police. I've also seen the interviews or interview on Dateline where um, the uh Stone Phillips actually had asked, and I'm sorry, my messages are going off in the background here on the computer, but um, Stone Phillips had asked, do you, do you, you know, how do you feel about this whole thing? And Conrad Murray said, he betrayed me. Okay, first of all, no one betrayed Conrad Murray. Michael did not betray Conrad Murray. Conrad Murray betrayed Michael Jackson. And the reason why he was betrayed, meaning Michael Jackson, was because Conrad lied to the promoter, AEG, and said Michael was in perfect health and he was ready to perform. No, he was not. At a six-week trial for Conrad Murray, they found him guilty of manslaughter. He got a light sentence, and he's out. So what's he do? He loses his license in the U.S. to practice. So he's elsewhere practicing. That makes me sick to my stomach, folks. Very sick to my stomach, and I don't like it. Because the reporter had asked, folks, 
in the U.S. that were his patients. You know, due to the fact of this all going on, would you still recommend Conrad Murray as your doctor? And they all said yes. You know, they felt that this was an accident. This was no accident. You don't do CPR on a bed. When you are doing CPR, for a lot of you out there who are trained in it or are getting trained, you put the victim on a hard surface, carpet, wooden floor, whatever, but you do not put them on a bed. You're trying to do CPR and on the bed, and that bed is going to bounce. You're not going to be able to open up the victim's airways that way. I don't know if anyone still sees Conrad Murray to this day, nor do I care. But I will say this. Michael Joseph Jackson did not deserve to pass away and leave us fans down here on earth. He had one last final performance to give us and we should have been allowed whether in person or at home to experience that. We were not allowed to experience that one more performance whether in person or at home. We were not allowed to hear what he would have done at that last performance in person or at home. I had also seen something that he had told his son, Prince Michael, that he was going to sing live. He wanted to sing live in front of the audience. Unfortunately, that never happened. As you know, a lot of Michael Jackson's concerts were lip-synced. They would use studio tracks of Michael's voice while he did lip-syncing. And the, the backup singers were, of course, live, but Michael's voice was lip-synced. If you don't believe me, listen to the bad concert and listen to the dangerous live from Bucharest concert. Also, if you can find it, listen to the history concert. A lot of that stuff was lip-sync. Now, when he did Will You Be There, he did speak live. When he would do She's Out of My Life, it was live. When he did Thriller in 1987, it was live. But a lot of the songs were lip-synced. Conrad Murray took away a person. Conrad Murray destroyed a family. Conrad Murray broke Michael Jackson's daughter's heart, Paris Jackson. She spoke 
at that funeral. And she was very young. Janet Jackson spoke at that funeral. Siggy spoke at that funeral. Randy spoke at that funeral. Stevie Wonder spoke at that funeral. Smokey Robinson smoke, uh, spoke, excuse me, at that funeral. Too many people to name. There are just so many people to name. But they all spoke or did a tribute by singing. And this is why, folks, this is why it's so hard to make this particular podcast. Because tomorrow afternoon at 2.25 p.m. Pacific Time will be the day that Michael Joseph Jackson passed away. Jermaine was the one who had to give the press conference. And yes, there were times that Jermaine and Michael argued. You know, the song Word, you know, What Up, Word to the Bad, was written about Michael. Now, while Michael was alive, of course, after that song came out, Michael said, I don't like it. You know, you need to change it up. You know, they they squashed their beef. But... As far as we know, as the public, um, we were only witness to that particular argument. Now, Michael never wrote a song back. He just told Jermaine, look, I don't like this song, and this is why. Yes, Michael had vitiligo, which is a skin disease that does damage the pigmentation of your skin. If you are African American, it does turn your skin to a white color, the color of snow. You will have blotches on your skin. People thought that Michael was bleaching his skin or sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber, and he was not doing that. He wasn't doing that at all. Dr. Conrad Murray, in my opinion, as I'm sitting here recording this podcast, did not care about Michael Jackson. Conrad Murray was there for the money because he got huge paychecks. He cared about Michael because he was getting paid. Isn't it funny how we just lose ones that we care about even if we don't know them? I grew up with Michael's music at the age of two years old. My very first exposure to Michael was off the wall. My second 
just like everybody else, was Thriller. As I grew older, bad, dangerous, history, past, present, and future, both the unedited and edited versions of the album, or re-released versions of the album, I shouldn't say edited, but it is, or at least the second song on the second disc is edited, the song They Don't Care About Us is edited. But folks, isn't it interesting how we just lose? And you know, 11 years later, Michael Jackson still isn't resting in peace. Because they're bringing up supposed things that have happened, but have never had proof. Quincy Jones, for instance, says he never got paid by Michael and his people. So he sues the estate for $9.4 million and loses. Wade Robson and James Safechuck in this supposed Leaving Neverland mockumentary. They're fighting the estate right now. The estate is suing HBO. Michael is not able to rest in peace. At all right now. But I will guarantee you. That there's a fire burning in my soul. And has been since Michael passed away on June 25th. 2009 on 2009 when we lost Michael it was very upsetting it hurt not just his family but his fans all around the world not just in the United States but in Africa South America Brazil China Thailand North and South Korea On and on and on and on. Germany, Europe, Paris, France. You know, just everywhere. Fans were hurting. So, they did tributes. Dancing to Michael's music in the streets. Having Thriller as one of the most downloaded albums of all time on Apple iTunes. Streaming Michael's music all over iTunes. Back then, we didn't have the Amazon devices, the smart speakers. Those really didn't come out until about 2015. I want to bring also the Michael album into retrospective here, or not into retrospective, but into play, if I may, because a year after Michael's death, the estate, along with Epic Records, decide that they're going to release an album, and it was called Michael, and it had... A lot of great songs on it, except for three. People, you know, bought the album. There was promotion on it. 
And we hear all of these songs, and we hear three that sound very mysterious. And for a long time, Jason Malachi, or Malachi, depending on how it is pronounced, I do apologize, kept silent. He kept saying, no, this isn't me on those tracks, which, by the way, were breaking news. Monster and keep your head up. He said, no, those tracks aren't me. They're definitely Michael. Teddy Riley said the same thing. Eddie Cassio said the same thing. You know, at first, Eddie uh, Cassio... Well, Eddie Cassio kept sticking to the story that story rather that yes, they were Michael's. It was on those were Michael's tracks. They were his voice. His kids knew his voice, and the kids were saying, "That's not our dad. That's someone else sounding like our dad." They brought in a voice expert, people, and the voice expert said, "Yeah, that's Michael. That's not anyone else." So you're basically going to take. A voice expert's opinion over children who have lived with this man for a long time. And you're going to basically say that this is Michael's voice. Are you kidding me? Are you really kidding me? So Conrad Murray feels betrayed. Meanwhile, there's a six-week trial going on. And in the six-week trial, in one of, on one of the days, they bring up a recording that was on Conrad Murray's phone. And it was Michael Jackson speaking in a very, very slurred tone because he was on so many drugs He couldn't sleep. So he was getting propofol and, and, you know, other drugs to help him sleep. But when is too much, too much, people? So the doctor leaves in a taxi. Everyone's trying to find Conrad Murray. All of a sudden he shows up and talks to the police and says, I'm going to turn myself in. I want to turn myself in. I want to talk to you guys. And so he meets them. He goes to the station. He tells them what happens. His own events of what happens. How much did Dr. Conrad Murray leave out? If you search a lot of documents on YouTube, uh, documentaries that is, not documents, but documentaries, you will find out the answers. By the way, I should point out that the Leaving Neverland saga has a rebuttal video. Check it out. It just seems how we have lost a very wonderful entertainer. Michael Jackson was a humanitarian. He gave money and he did charity work. Everybody says he was a weirdo. So, because he was a weirdo, 
really? Because he was a weirdo, according to you, he's not a human being. He doesn't have feelings or he didn't have feelings. Michael even said, don't, you know, wacko Jacko, that's not nice. Don't call me that. I'm Jackson. I'm not Jacko. He has said that in many interviews. But Conrad Murray took away a legend and didn't care. And I believe, in my opinion, as I'm recording this podcast, he doesn't care now. Because if he did care, he would have done things correctly. He wouldn't have hurried up and tried to destroy evidence and tried to delete recordings off of his phone, nor would he uh, lie to a a promotion. Excuse me. He wouldn't lie to a promotion company saying, Michael is in perfect health. He's fine. He's ready to perform. He missed uh, rehearsals, folks. He wouldn't do a lot. Now, we didn't see this, but... People would bring him warm blankets, but he was very cold. He did not get warm, and it was because of the medicine he was on. Nobody knows that. And like I said, folks, I'm going to continue part two tomorrow night. But Michael wanted to, I believe, spend time with his family, which were a lot of his livelihood. On the Invincible album, You Are My Life is about his kids. Paris, Prince, and Blanket. He wanted to spend time with his children. I've seen home videos with him interacting with the children. So I don't understand... Why everyone feels sorry for Conrad Murray. I don't. Conrad Murray should be sitting in jail for the crime, or I should say crimes, he's committed. He unfortunately is free. And God forbid what, you know, what would happen if it happened to someone you loved and you had that doctor? What would you do? I mean, what would you do? I know what I would do. Um, I would never take uh, a family member, that family member, back to Conrad Murray ever again. I would not. And if you want to learn all about Michael Jackson, you can certainly do so. You can learn about what happened to him. This is it was supposed to be his final comeback. And he never got to perform. He never got to perform. He was supposed to start in July of 2009. He died on June 25th at the age of 50 years old. June 25th, 2009, at the age of 50, 50 years old. 
Now that's pretty messed up. That truly is. And this is something that all Michael Jackson fans, if you are truly Michael Jackson fans, all of you out there listening to this podcast will never forget. Because when you found the news out, it was on TV, it was on Twitter. It was on Facebook. We didn't have WhatsApp back then. We didn't have Instagram back then, as far as I know. But we certainly had Twitter and we had Facebook. And of course, people would look at Yahoo News and CNN. And all over the news media, this was spoken about. All over. And it makes me, it just makes me, it hurts. It hurts me to talk about something that is sad in this podcast. But it is very true in this podcast. I'm going to give you the truth. I'm going to give you the true facts in this podcast. Because you need to hear them. Do your own research and come up with your own conclusions. Don't just go with what the mainstream media says. Because the mainstream media does not give you the whole story. I saw the funeral on television with a lot of different people. Um, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. Stevie Wonder performed a song. Jennifer Hudson sang Will You Be There along with others. There was a young man who sang the song Who's Loving You by the Jackson 5. And of course, Smokey came up to speak, as I said earlier, and said, you know, I wrote that song. But there were a lot of good times that people remembered about Michael. Barry Gordy came up to speak from Motown. So much love was given to him. And... He gave back. He gave back to not only his fans, but he gave back to the world. Who else do you know that started a Heal the World Foundation for Children? Who else do you know that gave time and money to a burn center after he was burned in a 1984 Pepsi commercial. Who do you know that gave so much of his time to hospitals to see sick people, whether they were children or adults? Michael did it. Michael did it. He did it all. He worked with a lot of people and he met a lot of people. There were so many awards given. Michael and Lionel Richie wrote the song We Are the World for USA for Africa, which was a group 
that composed that was composed of a lot of stars from the 1985 Grammy Awards. Daryl Hall, Tina Turner. Um uh Daryl Hall, Tina Turner, Kenny Rogers, Joe Cocker, Dion Warwick, Willie Nelson, just a lot of people. A lot of people, folks. And there will never be another Michael Joseph Jackson. He brought us videos. He brought us musical sounds that we've never heard before. He did things that no other artist can top. This is the end of part one, but I'd like your comments. Twitter, you can reach me at themusicman08. That's also my uh, Zello handle as well as Haytel if you use it. You can also hit me up on Facebook chat, themusicman1 at gmx.us, T-H-E-M-U-S-I-C-M-A-N, the number one without the number sign, at gmx.us. Tell me what you think, guys. I would really like to know your comments. I will be back tomorrow with the final podcast uh i should not shouldn't i shouldn't say podcast the final part to this but this is just part one and we're going to continue on what michael gave but we'll also talk more about conrad murray and the wrong he's done and the wrong he did but i do want to end this by saying rest in peace michael jackson i love you as a fan i miss you As a fan, I miss your creativity. I miss your artistry. I miss what you have done, what you could do, and the sounds you could create and shape. There will never be another Michael Joseph Jackson like you.